0: Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. Tonight, I have the opportunity to speak with Vermont Catamounts women's basketball player, Emma Utterback. Emma, I appreciate the time this evening.
1: Of course. Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Got a lot planned for this episode with you, but really would like to start by you talking about your off-season. I know this is your final off-season. You know, talk to me about what that's been like and, you know, why you decided to come back for your fifth year of college.
1: Yeah, so um, thankfully, because of COVID, um, I was able to be granted a fifth year and it is definitely something that I wanted to take because my sophomore year was kind of stripped from me. I was only able to play six games. Um, and so I'm very, very gracious to have that opportunity. Um, and for a second I was wondering, you know, do I go somewhere else and try another place out for my last year? But ultimately I'm very loyal to the university of Vermont and they've given me a lot. And, um, you know, I really love the coaches. I love my teammates. They're like family to me. So for me, like the best way to go out, I kind of wanted to go out with like the people that I came in with. And um, so because they've always like, you know, been there for me, I wanted to be there for them, you know, try to help them get back to the tournament one more time before I leave. So that's kind of the goal of coming back.
0: Yeah, we'll get a little bit more into the tournament just a a sneak peek you did make the NCAA tournament this past season we'll we'll talk more about that but you know with the season starting in early November you give me your feeling and excitement knowing that the season's a month away and that this is your last one
1: yeah I'm really really excited for this season I'm like really eager I feel like this is kind of the point in time when we're starting real practices and we're kind of Getting in the into the plays and getting everything ready, and it's really easy to kind of like be super eager to get into it, um, because it just seems so close yet so far. And I think I need to remember to kind of stay patient, and that every single day, like these days, are the most important um, to you know get the get the freshmen, get the incoming incoming players ready. And um, so yeah, we're all really excited. We have some really good teams in our non conference, and obviously a lot of really good contenders in my conference as well. There's just going to be a lot of talent that we're playing this year. I mean, big teams, we're going to be playing North Carolina, Princeton, uh, Quinnipiac, like a lot, a lot of really good programs. And so we are, you know, every single day we're chipping away, we're preparing for those type of teams. And um, I think we're going to be ready when the time comes for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean we we got it. we we got to talk about your historic season last year in the 2022-23 campaign. You averaged a career best 14 points as well as 4.2 assists per game. You also made the all-conference first team for a second consecutive season. Talk to me about, you know, what made your senior season, your fourth your fourth season at Vermont, you know, so memorable and historic for you.
1: Yeah. Um, well, I think that the team chemistry was, you know, the best that it had been, has been last year. Um, we all knew each other inside and out. We knew how each other played. We were able to bounce off one another. And I think when you're so close as a team off the court, that translates to on the court. And you could kind of tell, like, there was a time in the beginning of the conference where we struggled and we lost two games in a row. And then we didn't lose until UConn. So, that kind of showed that, you know, you're gonna go through obstacles, but if you have each other's back and you kind of get back in your groove, like we had a lot of confidence in one in each other and our our own selves. And I think that's what made us so powerful. And I think if we continue to have that coming into this year, I think we're gonna be really powerful because we have, you know, everybody's coming back and we have a lot of good people that we've added on to our team that I think are gonna are gonna make a huge difference. So um It was a historical season. It's one that we've been working on since, you know, I got here and Delaney got here. And so we've been kind of seeing that vision. And the fact that it finally came to life was the coolest experience ever. And the fact that we got to do it on our home court as well was really, really cool. We had our families come um, and me and Delaney, our families are from uh, Indiana. So both our families rented a big van, drove all the way to the final championship game. So it was a really memorable experience and I just want to get back there. And I think that if we keep working hard, we can definitely get there.
0: What would you say you you had such impressive numbers? What would you say you'd like to improve just in your game?
1: I would say the biggest piece of my game that I would like to improve on is my three point shot percentage. Um, I think that, you know, I've always thought of my role as like uh, a playmaker. So, whether that's for myself or for others, getting to put myself in a position to, you know, make that choice. Um, And I think that sometimes I noticed in scout when teams were scouting me, they would start playing off of me because they know I like to get into my pull up and my layups. And so, kind of being able to knock down one or two threes a game and having them respect me more from the three point line. I started shooting them more towards the end of the season and I saw they were respecting that more. And so I think I was able to, the lane opened up for me because, you know, they were playing up closer to me. So I think being able to have the confidence to knock them down, obviously not saying that my role is to now be a three point shooter, but just being able to, you know, take that range back a little bit, have them respect me from there. And then my game will open up even more
0: yeah just to become a more all around offensive threat yeah so speaking of offense speaking of points i don't know if you were aware of this but you are only 836 points shy of becoming the all-time points leader in vermont women's basketball history mm-hmm. that something that you were aware I was aware
1: that I was up there for sure um I think it's definitely something that's like really cool to kind of uh keep in the back of my mind but I think for me and the way that our team works is you know whatever my role is in, in a given game you know I'm gonna take on that role if I'm feeling it and I'm feeling hot and you know the ball is being given to me I'm putting myself in those positions you know I'm gonna I'm try, gonna try and not force as much as possible but If it comes, it comes. If it doesn't, but we're winning, that's kind of what I'm way more worried about. So it's definitely something that I've been told before, but I try not to focus on that too much.
0: Would you say it's more of if the achievement happens, you know, you'll get there when you cross that bridge?
1: Yeah, I think I'm more focused on like the team win and like if the accolades come with it, then that's great. Um, But yeah, focusing on the win first and kind of focusing on the present allows me to kind of take some pressure off because I think the more you look into the future and the more you're like oh I have to get this I have to get this I feel like you're kind of you start to focus on the wrong things and you don't focus on like the task at hand so yeah if it comes it it'll come and that'll be great but um if it doesn't I think there's so many other things and so many other accolades that I think are also super super important that would be able to get us, you know, where we were last year back in the tournament.
0: Yeah, yeah. So speaking of the tournament, you guys were able to break a a drought that lasted 13 years um, before, prior to 2023, Vermont hadn't made the tournament since 2010. Just go more in depth about how it felt finally, you know, achieving that milestone, And you mentioned, you know, winning the conference tournament.
1: Yeah, so I think for me, like, it was really emotional because I think when I decided, okay, I'm going to come to University of Vermont, the goal was to help turn around a program that has been struggling and, you know, creating a culture that brings in good people and that creates, you know, an even better culture than the one that was already there. And I think that's exactly what happened. And it was such a good feeling that that's a big reason why I came back because I want to do it again. And I'm not satisfied because I think we can make history even bigger by like going, you know, back to back, try to, you know, replicate the men's basketball team here too. They're, they tend to do that. So If we can kind of start acting like them, that'd be great. Just continuing to go to the tournament and, you know, possibly next year, you know, win a game because we're more prepared for the situation, so.
0: What was it like going up against UConn and seeing Gino R.E.M. on the sideline?
1: So when he first walked out onto the court, I was definitely starstruck. Like, I've watched him ever since I was a little kid. Uh, I used to look up to UConn like all growing up and that was that's like the, the biggest team for women's basketball, so, like for a very long time. So yeah, I was always like, I want to go to UConn. Like that was always my dream. And so obviously I didn't go, but to play against UConn was definitely like the little, the little kid in me was like thinking it was the coolest thing. But I gave myself about 10 seconds to be starstruck. And then I was like, okay, I, I need to try and win this game. Obviously, we fell very short, but um, I think a lot of us haven't really been in a position like that. We haven't been to a tournament, obviously, ever. And so I think, you know, being able to have that experience down, if we go back next year, I think that we're going to have that experience. So it won't be as much of like a shock. But yeah, no, it was it was a really cool experience.
0: Now, you grew up in the Midwest. You played high school ball in Indiana. Is it correct that your father played football at university of Indianapolis? Yes. Yeah. So you had, you have some Midwest connections. How was it while having those connections, being able to get settled in and used to playing at a college in the East coast?
1: Yeah. Um, Well, so I am a homebody. And so the fact that I committed to Vermont actually confused a lot of people in my family. They were like, are you sure? Like, are you sure you're going to be able to do this? And I was like, I mean, I don't know. I think so. But I really love the school and I love the people. So I think I'm going to try it out. And uh, I was definitely homesick for a while because I wasn't able to see my family as much. It's a 15 hour drive. Um, The Burlington Airport is so small. So it's very expensive to fly into Burlington. So, um, yeah, it definitely made traveling very difficult and, um, but it also made me cherish my time with my family even more. And it also taught me to grow up really quickly. I think if I were to have stayed in the Midwest, I would have tried to go home way more often. So it really matured me at a very, at a very fast rate. Um, and you know, I'm not going to say that freshman year is easy because it wasn't, but as time has gone on, I think I've really learned how to become independent. And I just cherish any time that I get with my family. You know, whenever you're around your family all growing up, feel like you kind of take advantage of being because you're around them all the time. So now when I see them, I just like, I really, really cherish every single second that I have with them, you know, so.
0: Was there a um, learning curve or what was your expectations coming into your first season of Vermont or just playing in the American East once you were a freshman?
1: Yeah, I think the biggest shock that I had coming into just college basketball in general is that everyone's stronger and I came in like a twig. I was tiny and I had to beef up quick because I use my speed a lot, but the moment I was getting hit by someone, I would just fly away, right? So I had to get in the weight room, um, I had to eat more and I think putting on that extra muscle. Really transformed my game. I was able to be more explosive when I was tired. Just had a lot more energy in me, really. And I think even my freshman year, the first couple of games I played, Loyal of Chicago and Minnesota. So it was a huge wake up call. I was like, Oh my gosh, these people are really, really good. They're stronger. They're taller. They're faster. And so being able to play a lot my freshman year, I was able to kind of go through those humps a little bit quicker. And my coach allowed me to stay in the game and make those mistakes and learn from them so that's why I just love my coaching staff so much because I was able to make mistakes and learn and not really have to say I was in a position where they wanted me to stay in and so I think that I, I gained a lot of experience kind of very quickly and so now um, that's something that I'm able to really teach the younger girls and understand you know I was in their position and so the fear of like the, the physicality, like that's real. And I felt that as well. And so just being able to kind of have that wisdom and share those lessons that I learned with them, uh, I think has been huge. So, but yeah, no, it was, it was a huge transition for sure.
0: Yeah, I bet it was. So we got some quick hitters for you. Just give me three words that would best describe your game.
1: Explosive, creative,
0: and
1: mm, and energetic.
0: Well, I can definitely tell you're energetic from this podcast. You, you're into it. <laughs> um, um, would your opponents give those same three words about you when they're having to defend you?
1: Yeah, I would say so. Okay. They like to like slow it down. So yeah, I would definitely I would definitely think that that would be what they'd say.
0: If you could play one-on-one versus one current or retired professional basketball player, who would you choose?
1: I'm going with Sabrina. Yeah? Yeah, Sabrina for sure she'd be a tough one, but I think it would, I learn a lot from her for
0: sure. Yeah. I know we, we mentioned before the, we started recording that LeBron James was a player that you looked up to and you know, still is any other players, maybe current players that are that you're watching now that you're like, man, you know, I want my game to be at that level or I see similarities in in that player's game for mine?
1: Um, I, I mean, I like I told you, I kind of really watch a lot more of college basketball because I feel like it replicates more like of the stage that I'm in. And I feel like Paige but Be- Paige Beckers is like kind of someone that I I really like to watch. She's really shifty and she uses angles and her positioning really well. Um, and she's explosive. She changes pace a lot. And so I think that's definitely someone that I would like to emulate. And it's someone that I'm just, you know, I love to watch her game for sure. And I'm really hoping that she is healthy her whole season. So,
0: yeah, absolutely. Um, w- when you guys play them in the NCAA tournament, you know, she was out for the whole year. Um, yeah. Hopefully she can recover. So we know that you are Vermont catamount. You are a women's basketball player. But what is something that, the listeners should know about you that would surprise would would surprise them Ooh,
1: that would surprise them I mean I'm kind of an open book so I don't really know how much like people would be like surprised with but in terms of things like outside of basketball I'm really oh, I'm really into fitness and fashion so I feel like I'm always either online shopping or like looking at styles and, you know, trying to create a style, what have you, or I'm trying, I love fitness and like nutrition and stuff like that. So, and I used to not be into nutrition that much, but as I've gotten, you know, further into college and, you know, gotten a little bit older, I've definitely been more interested in that and like cooking and stuff like that.
0: What's a pregame fit that you're, uh, getting ready to wear before the season
1: a pregame fit oh well i would say my style is more like streetwear so anything really along those lines i mean you guys might just have to wait and see
0: yeah well speaking of pregame fit or waiting to see you know do you have a potential You know, do you have social media twitter instagram i know it's called x now listeners of the show or people who just follow you could potentially see a pregame fit or just in general, just watch you or follow you? Oh, for sure.
1: I'm very active on Instagram and TikTok. Um, My Instagram is just Emma Utterback underscore. And then my TikTok is Emma Utterback two. Uh, Not one because that's my old TikTok that I can't get deleted and I forgot the password. So please don't go to that one. We got a lot of cringy ones on a lot of cringy videos. So, yeah, those those are my most active accounts. I don't really, like, tweet a lot. Um, I just kind of retweet a lot of, like, my, my school's, like, posts about our team. So, uh, but, yeah.
0: Great. Well, hey, this is great. Really had an amazing time, you know, speaking with you, learning about not only your journey, but, you know, different aspects of your basketball game, of your career the sports mecca podcast is available on all platforms. So when this episode does come out, it will be posted. It will be, you'll be tagged. So you will be notified once it's posted, but, but anyway, really appreciate you you know coming on and, and just talking about everything regarding you. And I know that you're definitely excited for next month.
1: Of course. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate this. It was a lot of fun. And I can't wait to see the final cuts. And yeah, check me out this year. It's going to be a really fun year.